secret diary of a single at 30-something. Bumble seemed to be the most popular date nap, so I downloaded it and began swiping the catalogue of men on offer. The beauty of this date nap was that the ladies had to spark the initial conversation, which was ideal, especially at the start when I was accidentally swiping people in the wrong direction and mistakenly matching with men that I really didn't find attractive from their profile pics. To begin with, the catalogue of men was huge and I could easily swipe for 20 or 30 minutes at a time. I felt so empowered and I liked that there was so much choice. Of course my Mr Perfect would be there. Somewhere. I had a few chats going on with two or three men, but a guy called John really stood out. First of all, his profile picture was very attractive. Tall, dark hair, slim build, all the typical traits that I seemed to be drawn to. What was even more exciting was that he worked in a similar industry to me, so we immediately had something in common and our conversation flowed really easily. Of the guys I'd been messaging, he was the one that I'd invested most time into and I really got excited for his reply. After a day or two, I sent him my phone number and we continued messaging outside of the date nap and set up our first date. John and I had arranged to meet in a bar. It was pretty much bang in the middle of where we both lived and it was a public place, so I was sticking to the rules of how to meet strangers from date naps pretty well. He'd chosen a bar that I'd never heard of before. I did a bit of a Google and I checked it out. It seemed okay, so I was pretty excited. I'd been and bought a new top, I'd washed my hair and I'd applied the makeup. I mean, I was feeling a 10 out of 10. I had a great feeling about this guy. Our chats flowed really, really well. And in my head, John could just be that Mr. Forever. But the city's changed quite a bit since I've lived there. And the bar that he'd chosen was a bit of an old haunt from when I was at uni. Total student bar. And not really what I'd consider a great first date location. Memo to self. Don't let the date choose the venue. I nipped in to go to the loo and touch up my makeup and then began to message John with a change of location. As I left the bar, he was walking in. To say he didn't look anything like his profile pictures was an understatement. In fact, I didn't recognise him. However, he recognised me and he greeted me. Immediately, my heart sank and I felt sick. I really didn't fancy this guy. I felt so catfished. The photos on his profile must have at least been 10 years old. He was taller than I expected, probably weighed two to three stones heavier than in his photos, and was wearing a Matrix-style long coat, which, let's face it, only someone like Keanu Reeves would ever be able to pull it off. But I smiled, and I suggested we walked over the road to a different bar. Now, at this point, I really didn't care what the bar was like. This was not going to be this amazing love-at-first-sight fairy tale that I originally hoped for. Instantly, my mind was racing for ways that I could leave as quickly as possible. Could I get one of my friends to call me with something urgent? Would the toilets have a window I could sneak out of? And do people really do that? Or should I just be honest and say, thanks, but no thanks? Ultimately, if he hadn't spotted me... I probably would have continued walking and headed home and then sent him some lame excuse. Memo to self, try and have a sneaky peek at the date before he sees me. Anyway, I continued with the date, we got drinks, he paid, so that was a bonus, and we found a table. John was ridiculously nervous, which made me feel quite relaxed. That, and the fact that I didn't fancy him. We chatted and the conversation was just as good as our messages, so I thought I'd stay and I'll just enjoy the night.
After about 20, 30 minutes, the venue's music took a bit of a change. Next thing I realised, we were listening to full-on heavy metal screamo music. Not really my cup of tea music-wise, but definitely not a first-date kind of feel either. But what made things worse was John loved it and was singing along to it, if you can call it singing. How he knew the words, I have no idea. I couldn't even understand them. Regardless of the fact that John and I were really not compatible, I laughed all night long and we really did have a great time. But for me, he was very much friend-zoned. Next thing I knew, it was time to leave and we headed off in our separate ways. Although, before we parted, we had that awkward goodbye moment. I went in for a hug, but John, he went in for a kiss. It didn't even occur to me that he might want to kiss me. And it was completely unexpected. It wasn't the most pleasant experience I've ever had. But I rolled with it, rather than embarrass him by pulling away. I think sometimes I'm too nice for my own good. Memo to self. You don't need to kiss all dates. Especially if you don't fancy them. Did I like him? He was nice, and we had a great night. But no. Was I physically attracted to him? Not even a little. Is he my forever man? No way. All voices, names and identities have been changed to protect anonymity. Make sure you follow the story and hit subscribe now.